Well, Jane Ace's 18-year-old niece, Betty, still has a crush on Neil Williams in spite of anything Neil can do to convince the girl that he's in love with Marge. Jane, hoping to break up the crush, has interested Cokie in Betty, and Cokie has fallen for Betty in a big way. This episode takes place in alternating scenes between the Ace's apartment and the home of Mr. Marsh. He's the man responsible for Mr. Ace losing all his money. But first to the Ace's, where we find Jane, Mr. Ace, and Marge. And here comes Betty. Listen. Aunt Jane. Yes, Betty, what is it? You've got to stop that Cokie, or whatever his name is, from coming down to my office. What? He's been there all day. I tell him I'm busy and send him away, and an hour later he comes back. He's been doing that all day. He has? Oh, isn't he cute? Cute? That big Tarzan. Betty. Well, that's all he is, all born and old brain. Betty, you shouldn't hey, talk Hey, what's up. the matter with you? Nothing's the matter with me. Well, what are you shouting about? I simply want it understood that I'm not to be molested by that moron. Oh, tell it to the morons. Who are you to talk like that about a sweet boy like Cokie? I'm not interested in discussing it. I simply said that I want you to tell him to stay away from my office. If he wants to go there, he can. This is a free country. But the office where I work is a private office. Mr. Peabody won't stand for it. And I you wish think... you'd settle down and cool off. Please, Uncle Ace, will you stay out of this? I'm talking to Aunt Jane. Yes, and to every apartment in this building. We can hear you. Do you have to scream? It's enough to make me scream. The day I put in today. Every time I turned around, there he was. Uh, Cokie, you mean? Yes. I want him stopped from coming up there. All right, just say so. We'll tell him, but you don't have we to. We won't shout. tell him any such thing. This is a free country, the land of milk and money. And if he wants to go up there, he can. <laughs> oh, I expected you to just sit there and laugh. Well, I'm glad you weren't disappointed. You stay out of this. Oh, I'm sorry. I just happened to overhear you uh, whispering something to Jane about Cokie. And what if he does come up to see you? You ought to be glad some fellow shows enough interest in you. I don't want his interest. Why not? You act like he's the skim of the earth. He's not an underground character or something. Oh, Aunt Jane, what loose language. Beg pardon? All I say is that Mr. Peabody isn't accustomed to having his office littered with loiterers. Littered with loiterers? Well, what lovely lingo. Uh, Betty, who is this Mr. Peabody, and what has he got He's to... my boss, that's who he is. I see, and Mr. Peabody saw Cokie sitting there today? Yes, uh... in my office, and he didn't like it one bit. Really? Uh, what did he say? Well, it wasn't so much what he said. But he certainly looked plenty. Oh, at Pokey? At both of us. Oh. And once he called me into his office and he asked me who he was. Mm, and after you told him, what did he... Oh, I didn't tell him. What? I couldn't explain why he was there, could I? I just had to say he was a stranger to me. A stranger? And this uh, Mr. Peabody just let him sit there? What else could he do? Well, he could have had him arrested, I suppose. Arrested for what? For what? Well, the uh, income tax evasion, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> Will you stop laughing? You know you don't mean it. Don't I? Of course you don't. It's only your defense mechanism. Well, you should know. You're so provoked about Neil, you can't see straight. Oh, you just leave Neil out of it. You were talking about Cokie. Yes, and Mr. Peabody. He isn't accustomed to having his office littered with loiterers. Now, take it from there. Oh, I'm serious about this. Do you want me to lose my job? Well, how are you going to lose your job? I am if every time Mr. Peabody comes through my office, he finds Cokie sitting there staring at me. Oh, well, does it hurt you if he looks at you? He thinks you're beautiful. <laughs> Oh, uh, he told me, and if some fellow thought I was beautiful, present company accepted, dear. What? I'd certainly know better than get mad at him and want him to go away, especially when he's such a sweet boy like Cokie. With all due respect to you, Aunt Jane, and to you, Uncle Ace, I'm not interested in him. He bothers me. I can't do my work with him sitting across the desk, staring into my face. 
and I won't go through another day like today. Well, I don't know what we can do about it. Can't you tell him not to come to my office? Can't the you tell him The boy's got a crush on you, I guess. A crush? Yeah, I can't see why myself. A crush is school kid stuff. Oh. You ought to know. What did you say? I said you ought to know all about schoolgirl crushes. What do you mean by that? I think you know. <laughs> oh, I suppose your evil mind is conjuring up ideas that I led this illiterate boy on. Oh, no, he just couldn't resist your charm. So many cats, you know. I suppose you're referring to Neil. What do you do with all your cast-off men? I don't care to talk to you. And Jane. What? Are you going to speak to Cokie or not? You've got to. Mr. Peabody won't stand for it. I won't stand for it. It'll mean that Mr. Peabody will discharge me. Do you want me to lose my job on account of him? Come in, come in. Good evening, George. Hello, Mr. Marsh. I've got to talk to you. Sure, sit down and make yourself... Uh, oh, you know Mrs. Marsh. Uh, dear, this is Mr. Peabody. Of course. Glad to see you again, Mr. Peabody. Uh, thank you. I, I'm sorry I had to drop in on you like this. Oh, it's quite all right. We've just finished dinner. Uh, care for a smoke? No, 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 thanks. I, I'm too nervous for anything. Why? What's the matter? Oh, plenty. I don't know if it's anything, but I, I've got to talk to you. Go right ahead. Uh, but this, uh, this is rather private. Private? Nonsense. Mrs. Marsh knows all my business. But this is about that, uh, that, uh, option money. Yes? Go right ahead, Mr. Peabody. Don't mind me. Of course not. Mrs. Marsh and I have no secrets from each other. She knows all about that deal with Mr. Ace. Now, what about that option? Well, well, ever since we put over that, uh, that little transaction, uh, I've had it on my mind. Oh, it was too risky. Risky? In what way? In every way. Somebody might find out you own that property that you got Mr. Ace to take an option on. Find out? At this late stage? Why, that's been over for weeks. Yes, I know, I know, but... Well, to tell you the truth, it, it's been on my mind ever since we got that money, and, and now, well... And now what? Speak up, man. Well, there's been some man hanging around my office for the last day or so. A man? Who is he? I don't know, but he doesn't look right to me. He just comes and goes. Now, wait a minute. You mean a strange man whom you've never seen before comes to your office every day and goes away and comes back Yes, and... yes, that's it. Oh, it's got me crazy. But you don't know who he is in your own office. I tried to find out. I asked my secretary who he was. She says she doesn't know. Why don't you call the police and have him thrown out? Oh, I was afraid to start anything. You see, this deal's on my conscience. Uh, conscience, my dear Mr. Peabody, is a very bad thing to have in business. Well, I can't help it. I tell you there's something up. Wonder. You see, you're afraid, too. I was wondering if there is something up. What do you mean, Tom? Uh, at the last meeting of the city council, somebody, uh, I forget who, somebody said something about that piece of property, or just a passing remark. There, you see. I knew the minute we banked that $25,000, we hadn't heard the end of it. We have got to do something. Oh, you're going to have to calm down first before we can do anything. Of course, Mr. Peabody. You're going to pieces over nothing. Nothing. It isn't nothing. What's he doing there? If he isn't from the D.A.'s office... D.A.? Nonsense. I don't know, my dear. Oh, Tom, you don't think that somebody is really... I don't know. I only know what Mr. Peabody has just told us. I tell you, there's something going on. I watched him through my private office. I opened the door a crack and watched him. What was he doing? Nothing. Nothing. Just sits there and stares. Stares? I, I tell you, it's giving me the jitters. We've got to do something. Yes, maybe you're right. Oh, Tom, it's ridiculous. How could anybody find out that you own that property? Why, it's in Mr. Peabody's company's name. You don't show up in any part of the transaction. Well, just the same. It's best to play safe. I'll say it is. Now, what are we going to do? Well, if there's really something afoot, that is, adding two and two together, what you just told me, Mr. Peabody, and that chance remark I heard the other day at the city council meeting, there might be some fireworks. I'll say there will. Yes, especially if Mr. Ace happens to hear something about it. Or read something about it in the papers. There's nothing going to be in the papers. 
Nobody knows anything. Uh, just the same, my dear. I think it'd be wise to take precautions. Well, what do we do? Well, now, uh, let me see. I wonder how it'd be if I called up Mr. Ace. And... Now, don't do anything rash, Tom. Uh, I won't, my dear. It may cost us a little something, Mr. Peabody. I don't care anything. Anything just so we get out of it. out of Mr. Marsh and Betty's boss, Mr. Peabody. We learn just what action when next we meet the Easy Aces. 